You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. Everybody, it is time once again for your favorite sports betting podcast. And well, no, not podcast, live stream. I got back into the old jump the sharp thing for a little bit. Your favorite sports betting show. That's right, it's time for the Degenerate Dungeon. Welcome, everybody. This is, of course, brought to you by the Glass Cannon Network. And this is where a couple bets are going to happen. I am your host, Brian Hollywood Hagen. So pumped to be here. Uh, after a little bit of a rough go last week, but we're going to rock and roll. Uh, we think that we're going to bounce back big time. Prince Gunner, uh, Prince Gunner Gang is in the chat, and he says, I can feel this. I can feel this in my plums. Me too, my man, Pots and Pans. Let's go ahead and hit some winners today. And as always, I am joined by the beautiful, the lovely, the talented, my better half. That's right. That's the woodman, David Woody. What's up, brother? Hey, Hollywood. How Let's we doing, go. baby? Come on, baby. Come on now, dude. It's like we're it's like we're in the huddle here. You know, I actually have behind me. I'm with the Phillies game getting rained out. It's I'm I'm like no sports. I got nothing to put on. Yeah, you know, just to kind of gaze back, and then I put yes. I go to NFL Network. Not it's not the fourth and twenty six game, man. Yeah, Freddie, <laughs> champion. Come on, that's what I feel like right now. Like it's we're 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 in four, it's fourth and twenty six, Bubba. We gotta make something happen, and I got a good little inkling that it's gonna happen this week. How about you? Not to use a uh, a five dollar word, but we're in kind of a fallow period for sports. Um, and uh, we gotta we gotta knuckle down a little bit here for a few yeah. weeks and really get our heads in baseball. If you are not already. Um, you gotta, you gotta get there. And I know you are, I know you've been watching the fills. I know you're, you're in it over. You're in it now. And, the way but, up. Uh, and I think a lot of our listeners are too, because this, that's what's going on right now in, in, in sports, but we do have, uh, some other fun stuff coming up, but for now it's baseball. Let's do some hardball. It's, uh, you know, as you know, it's my favorite. It's the best sport. It's hard to bet on. It's difficult. So you say, you have to, well, definitely probably that and hockey are the two hardest, I think, to bet on. Yeah. Very difficult. Professional bettors will tell you it's hard, even for them. Right. And so um, I'm not making light of that. But at the same time, it can be very fun. And I think when you get your mind around it and you get your mind around these teams and you get a feel for them, you can make a lot of money. We did very well last year in baseball. Both we did. Them. We did. Yes. No. And it's it's time to get down on the nitty gritty. Yes, baseball can be difficult, or as a woodman would say, it's hard. It can be hard. Well, we'll see. But, you know, um, we'll see how we give it to you this evening. Of course, we're live on Twitch every Wednesday night. Thank you so much for the folks that are here right now. We love you so much. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time right here on twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. Um, and the podcast available first thing. Pretty much after this show is uh, off air, I, I do my best to get it out ASAP. Uh, if you have yet to do so, please go ahead and follow us on Twitter at GCN Sports and, of course, the Glass Cannon Pod at Glass Cannon Pod. Giddy up. Um, yeah, man. 
I'm I'm really looking forward to this week because yeah, you said the hardball, right? That's what we're that's what we're going to be focusing on for a, a good stretch here in the summer. It's America's favorite pastime, and and we got a long ways to go to focus on that. But there is another hardball that I'll be talking about later as we will uh, discuss our picks. We're going to have six picks between the two of us as always, and um, yeah, man, it's time to go. It's time not grinding time. You know what I mean? Yep. Let's go ahead, and we will give those winners very shortly. But, of course, at the top of the show, as we always do, you know, America wants it. They need it. They pine for this. Of course, it is time for America's favorite segment, something we like to call What Are We Drinking? And, as always, we like to bring uh, a little libation or two to the forefront. And the Woodman will go ahead and tell us what's going down his gullet for tonight's show. A little bit of the bubbly. What are you feeling tonight, David? Indeed. I've got this beer from Three Floyds. Yes. Uh, which you would know because you were drinking recently a zombie dust, mm-hmm. which they also make. This is not that. This is That's their like uh, maybe flagship. I think it's what they're best known for. Okay. This is similar-ish. In that it's meant to be very refreshing. You know, the zombie does is a refreshing style IPA, not a big, heavy, punchy in the mouth IPA, but more of a refreshing one. Yeah, we were drinking them at Joey's, right? It was a hot day, sunny. Zombie dust goes went down smooth. Remember? Sure did. But this is not an IPA, uh, so that's already something different for us, which which I love. I love when we get other beers going. Me our, too. You know, it's fun. This is an American wheat. Pale ale, they call All it. All right. Okay. Basically, it's a pale ale that has a little bit of weediness to it. It's it doesn't really taste like a traditional wheat beer. Weediness? Like a- is this teenage dirtbag? This is gumball head. Gum- Look at that can. Wow. Yeah. From Three Floyds out of Indiana. And it's just I've had it, I've had it before, although not for a while. So dude, that looks like one of the enemies. Oh, you hear that? <laughs> He's catching up to the sound effect. Literally, for those that can't see via podcast listenage, this uh, it's a very colorful uh, can. But the can you show the can like slightly psychedelic almost? Is you know? that that looks like one of the bosses on or the end boss on uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, like big time? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But it's um. Mm. See, mm. or even just f- from smelling it, the, the, there's a little bit of wheat there, but it's it t- it smells like a a uh you know what it it, it smells like a pale ale, which Tease I guess it technically daddy. is, but you have a little wheat going too. <laughs> All right, let's see what he, he's it's going ahead. He's going to get a little milk mustache here. Oh, fuck! <laughs> that is a tremendous. I mean, if you guys out there like a wheat beer at all um or even if you're just a big pale ale guy you got to get one of these going um i just got it right here in the, in the beer store here so the, they're all across the country i mean it's, it's yes he does beer. have a beer store to his right he lives right out that that door that is open right over his right shoulder that is actually a beer store entrance <laughs> it's, it's very close yep. uh but uh but anyway uh definitely would recommend um that is a uh 
that would get a, I'm going to rate that on a tap and give it a very high score. That is a fantastic. If you guys just like a nice pale ale with a little notes of weediness to it, I really think uh gumball head from three Floyd's highly recommend one of the better new ones I've tried on this show in a long time. Sharpful Dodger says love a fresh gumball head. Looks like we it's got some fans of it. Delicious. It's so good. Beautiful. And then Roland, of course, says love a wheat beer on a hot Kansas day. Yeah. Go Cougars roll, my man, pots and pans. That's what we're talking about. Um, I hope everybody is enjoying the beginning of their summer. Unfortunately, uh, anybody, does anybody out there in the chat have a pool? And can you tell me how shitty it's been? It's almost July and you've had maybe like one pool day because I'm, I'm speaking from, uh, you know, experience here. We, we need this sun to just start beating down. It's the summer. I mean, now it's officially the summer, I believe. But nevertheless, uh, we need to go ahead and get some of those rays on point. Woodman drinking a good one. I also now is this the first time you ever had that, David? I've had it before, but not for a couple of years. Word. Okay, so I'm going with something I've never ever had before. And for those that uh, follow us on at GCN sports on twitter you saw the picture last weekend i believe yeah last saturday of mr joseph o'brien at my humble abode along with my basically my my beer doctor uh muscles marinara the guy who provides what very often will go down uh my gullet when it comes to to america's favorite segment what are we drinking and yes for something i've never had before this is from the Vale brewing company uh, it's a imperial double, a, a double dry hopped, double IPA. It's something called a little bit dirt, dirt nap nap is what they're going to go ahead and call it. So let's go ahead and get this little guy opened. Ooh, a little shrapnel on the left cheek. You know what I'm saying? So poor ski time here. It is a what they say their classic double dry hopped IPA, featuring Galaxy Citra Mosaic. And Nelson Suavine. I don't know what any of that means, it's especially in beer terms. But those are those are different kinds of hops. Well, there we go. How about that? And it's popping with juicy papaya, as they say on their untapped page. Let's see what we got as far as the Richter scale is concerned. Look, I'm not going to sit here and say like I know what papaya tastes like. I'm not really very well versed on straight up papaya. But now I know what the fuck papaya tastes like. Like, that's it. And it is like, it's like an orange Julius or something. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's hitting you with. Okay. Oh, this well, is a fruity beer. It, it, I don't want to say it's like straight fruit time, but it is very, very flavorful and very citrusy driven. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I, I'll, I like it a lot. Let me go ahead and do another. It's, it's actually. I will say, I'm going to try and put this closer up. I guess you kind of tell. It's really thick. What's that What's that orange? There's an orange Julius kind of beer that that Russell it, and Troy and Joey love. Is it the from, Treehouse one? I think from that John up in Massachusetts. And I've never had it. It's very famous. It's like one of the hard ones. To it is. The Treehouse. It kind of reminds me of it. Like in a way, I, I'm actually not as big of a fan of that brew as they are. But this is really good. I'm going to go out of the five-star scale. I'll go 3.75. Hmm. Really good. Yeah, coming from you, that's actually pretty pretty. Pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty it's, I'm not. I'm not jumping out the chair. 
Yeah. You know, per se, but uh, really enjoying it. 8.8 on the Richter scale. So it's going to make my bull run a little bit. I'm jumping out the chair. Like, this is like, this is like getting like a high score for me, dude. Like, I might have to give this like a 4.2 or something like that. Like, this thing is, it's really very, very good. Beautiful. You know what else is very good? Winning money on baseball. And that's what we're going to do. Or hardball and other balls that are hard. And we'll talk about that soon. Okay, now now that's called a cliffhanger. The Woodman, David Woody, will go ahead as always, and no pun intended, actually very intended, yep. leading off, playing center field and batting first. It's time yep. for the bagels and locks of this evening. And as always, you start us off. Let's go ahead and make some money this Let's week. Let's get down to business. Yep. Thank you. I felt a little bad about uh, last week, my picks did not hit and um, really always bothers me, you know, uh, more more than you. Even I think I take I take it personally when I give picks on this program and then they don't hit. So yep. I was bothered by it a lot and I really wanted to make up for it. And so I looked around at what what should be my lock of the week. And it was so obvious to me. It was so obvious. Oh, I, like this. I, I wonder if you might know what I'm going to say. You might. Well, we'll see. It might be mine. But the Rays are unbelievably 32 and eight at home this year spoiler alert it's not mine and they have their ace on the hill and they're playing i believe by record the second worst team in baseball yes and probably the worst like actively but yes let me go ahead and zoom in these are both they're both awful they're they're, they're, certainly certainly there are two truly awful teams in baseball and the the royals are one of them and who is pitching for the royals can we pronounce this guy's name uh i am not gonna try to pronounce that guy's name jose quas where i uh yeah you know what c-u-a-s how would you pronounce that maybe it's joe's for the first time ever. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, All right. Uh, so I'll just say. I already so, highlighted it before you said it. You're taking so run lock, line, it's right? It's lock of the week. Um, you know, I uh, I got them. Uh, I guess. Shoot. I think it's moved. I got the money line at minus 230. Wait. I don't wait. Hold on a second. That anymore. Let's look at I it. I think it moved. At, at, at minus 230? I did get it. The at- money line? Yeah, just a little, just a little while ago, maybe like, maybe like two or three hours ago. Let me look at it what Fanduel has. Uh, yeah, for I this Jimmy Jamboree. Yeah. I don't want to make. I, I do not want to give you guys a minus three forty. So I might have to make some changes here on the fly. On the fly, dude. The run line minus one and a half, meaning that the Rays need yeah. to win by two. I'm would comfortable be minus one fifty five. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I can Let's tell you this right it. now that FanDuel do doesn't even have this game on their board right now. Oh, God. All right. Fine. Fine. You change know why? Because they probably had it at minus 230 and everyone yeah. beat the shit out I of it. I think I did get that on FD. So I think that's what happened. Everybody was beating it up and they took it off the board. So that's fine. I'll take the run line. I, I, still, I really want you guys to get a W. Please tell me. Minus 155. The Rays are going to win by two or more. They're probably going to win by a lot. They are, like I said, they are unbelievably. They are thirty-two and eight at home this year. Wow. Okay, Jesus and let me. Christ. I know. And let me give you. Let me give you McClanahan. Uh, his last uh, uh, five starts, he's won four of them. He's going six innings every time or seven, and the most runs he's given up. 
was three. Mm. That was in a seven inning game. And the other times, three times, one run. So, you know, look, he's he's on fire. They're playing great at home. This is an easy one. Don't overthink it. Just this is just this is uh, like classic Dave Woody focusing in on point when it comes to baseball knowledge, at least when I, when you want to put your money where your mouth is, so to speak, as he focuses on that starting pitching matchup. And I, as a follower <laughs> and a, a loyal uh, follower of the Woodman when it came to this last summer, I will be following suit with my pick as well. But go ahead. You have one more point? Just, just to say, like, it's so easy to overthink it in baseball. Baseball betting, right. you can overthink yourself so easily. Like, As someone who oh. was in sales for like 15 years, the old KISS uh, platform is the way to yes. go. Keep it simple, stupid. Okay? Especially in baseball. Dude, in baseball, you get you get so many people are like, all right, I'm going to parlay these two guys to each get two hits, and here's why. Right. And it's like, brother, no. Like, you are overthinking it. You have dug in so far to these stats, and you're, you've convinced yourself. And it's like, dude, just keep it simple. Great team awful team and the great teams at home and they have their ace on the hill. What are you doing? Love it. Absolutely love it. And uh, you pivoted to the minus 155, which is more bang for your buck. Once again, for those that aren't understanding necessarily of the wagering uh, of uh, the wagering levels of gambling sports is that the minus 155, you, you, you would have to bet in essence, $155 to win a hundred. And I will be getting into this in long form right now. <laughs> Sharful Dodger says easy bet zero dollars. He said, I wish I could play with you, no money to gamble. I have an idea for you. Do you got a buck? If you have a buck, I want to introduce something to you. I have 20 that I'm gonna play with for this, and I'm gonna play with it for eight weeks. We're gonna do something fun here, people. What are you doing? What is going on here? Real quick, Roland, thank you for the pronunciation. He says that uh Royals are hot garbage. Yes, that is affirmed, but it's pronounced quas. So okay. Jose Quas is uh, tapping a toe, um, and he's going to lose by at least two runs tomorrow. Um, uh, I want to present something, okay? I want to present a, a – I've been going a little bit backwards as far as baseball is concerned uh, since we started the official rebrand of the Degenerate Dungeon here on the GCN. And it's been pissing me off, and I'm getting a little fired up. And I'm thinking – you, you can't be too proud to beg, you know, as uh, what was that in vogue or salt and pepper used to say. But you got to learn your lesson every now and again, even as I still have a nice little bankroll to play with that I've built up for a while. But it's getting to the point where it's like, yo, we're in the trenches of hardball nation. Like the Woodman was saying, we got a long ways to go this summer. And I had to figure something out that would appease that little gambling itch but also maybe get the job done. And it's a little something that I'm going to entitle the 25 to one challenge. Okay. Hmm. And it's starting right now. It's an eight week challenge and I'm going to present it right now for those. This is why you got to watch on Twitch when you can 10 PM Eastern every Wednesday night on, on, on GCN employee lounge. Here is the 25 to one challenge. Follow with me. $20. I'm going to start with a $20 bet at roughly minus 200 odds or so to win $500 over the next eight weeks. Now, I have a little asterisk on on odds because it would not always be minus 200. It could be minus 215, could be minus 145. We're going to have some fun with this. It's going to take eight weeks to get there. If you see my little math here, 
If you bet $20, which I will be doing, um, to win week one at a minus 200, after one week, you win 10 bucks, right? Because minus 200 is basically like eating in the two, two times or under or a half of your bet, I should say. So if you bet 20, you win 10, you get 30. The way this math runs out after eight weeks is that on week eight, if we hit all of these, my last bet will be for $341.73 to win $512.60. Now, we're going to get there, and we have to start somewhere. And I'm starting with 20 bucks. And this is what we're going to do over the next eight weeks, at least from your boy Hollywood side when it comes to baseball. Because this is a hideous bitch goddess, and we're going to fucking usurp the shit out of it, okay? <laughs> this is fun. It is fun. It is fun. So when you win 10 bucks out of a $20 bet, like those new to the game are going to be like, fuck that. What are you telling? I put $20 down. I got 30 back total. Like that ain't, well, look, you got to look in the long run. Also, please say it with me, David. A win is a. A win is a win. A win is a win. Well, as, as you finished it. So a win is a win is a win is how we're going to officially. Put. But, but yes. So week one, where do we go? Hollywood, where do we go? Well, uh, we kind of just, as as the Woodman would say, bloviated on it a little bit. Uh, why don't I go ahead and pick on the actual worst team in baseball? And I'll be going ahead to uh, Cleveland, Ohio, where the Oakland A's are heading to Cleveland. Give me minus 170 on the Cleveland Guardians. And I'm going to bring this up because now we'll officially see my $20 will bring back $11.76 in profit. That's even over the 10 that I mentioned with the minus 200. Okay. But yes, that's where we're going to start with this. And I'll tell you why. Uh, and look, if you don't have a crisp Andrew Jackson, Jackson to spare, then, you know, any denomination will do. That's what I'm saying out there, Dodger. If you want to go ahead and put a buck, win 25 over the next eight weeks, we can, we might get there. It'll be fun, right? But let's build a, here's a here's the biggest thing too, by the way, this is to build a banger of a bankroll because what is happening in roughly two months time, roughly eight weeks time, anybody hands? What I have an idea. Can I say it? Please. Is it football? It's football. And who doesn't want some money to play with when the pigskin is uh, winding down their preseason, whether college or, or pro? But let's have a day. Uh, I see Converse Lady. How are you? Says, what's up, Ace? So good to see you here. Thank you so much for rocking and rolling Love with your boys on this Wednesday evening. Um, so, yeah. So, baseball, like, like the Woodman said, baseball is super, super difficult to bet. Um, so, I got to find while I do this 25 to 1 challenge what I really like between games and props. A lot of times props aren't available to us uh, at this time before the games, because a lot of these games that we're picking actually have an active game while we're discussing this Wednesday uh, night, but we can kind of guess the props and we're pretty damn good at it. If you listen to Woodman, his Otani prop while not hitting, he guessed the over under uh, perfectly last week. Oh, that was so frustrating because he he actually pitched well and got the win and got the dub, but didn't get the case. It's so frustrating. So, all right. So, Guardians. Now, I had it at minus 175 earlier. It's come down. Minus 170. Okay. And like I said, why not just start off this 25 to 1 challenge against the worst team in history? You know what I mean? Like, the, these A's are just putrid. Uh, if you can Guys, see here, Logan is Allen good. is going to be tapping the mound for the Cleveland Guardians. And, you know, who's Logan Allen? Well, I'll tell you what. He was pitching amazing until the last two games. He had a sub 2.80 ERA in his first eight starts of the season. He has been 
brutal, brutal in his last two starts. And you might say, yo, listen, Bri, what the hell? What do you mean? He's been brutal in his last two starts, and you want to go ahead and, and place a, a, a bet that the uh, Indians, oh, I almost said Indians, the Guardians are still going to win? Well, what, what, I'll tell you what. Here's what he's done in his last two games. Giving up 10 earned runs in nine innings pitch. That sucks, right? My God, it's awful. Why bet him then? Well, he started off with an incredible start with his first two months of the season himself. Then those last two games I just spoke of where he shit the bed completely, the Guardians won both of them. They huh. show up for this cat, okay? They show up. They have scored 27 runs in the last four games that this guy has started. That's almost seven a game. They got the back. They got his back, and it's against Oakland. So I don't care. This is the way we're going to start. We're going to get off to a winning start here. Uh, give me the Cleveland Guardians rocking and rolling. The first implementation, the first step to an eight-step ladder to five hundo, if you put an Andrew Jackson out there. What do you think, Dave? I love it. I love it. Um, you know who else loves it? JCS with the just parlaying both locks for plus 161. Oh, don't you, do that to me. Don't do no, it. No, Cause no. Because that no. sounds... Do it. Because that we both, sounds juicy. Well, we we both do it every week anyway. So. Juice is very good, eh? The juice is very good. You're in yeah. good company, brother. Listen to this here. Listen to this tough guy. Ooh. I don't know who tough guy is there. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I thought you were calling me out, but it might be you. Might be JCS. I think it was you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See how JCS thinks about it. I listen. Here's the other piece to this, right? And and this is going to play into my prop. You don't mind if I do a prop, do you, Brian? How dare you go into our planned next segment of the show so willingly and swimmingly? I mean, what a total! It is time for prop of the evening to you. How's your dog, Brian? <laughs> we'll see. It Every hasn't been very well lately, but we will see, Mister O'Brien. What do you say, Woody? What do you got for your little prop ski? Well, well, well done, by the way. As is going to happen sometimes with me, just the way that I think about things, and, and this could be for any sport, my prop is often going to go with my lock because what I'm saying, I, I, I have a conviction about the way that a particular game is going to go and why. Mm. And so um, we're going to go with McClanahan's strikeouts. And let, let, me just, let me just tell you, this this guy. So first of all, he has the shortest odds uh, of any player for the American League Cy Young. Okay, right now, this guy don't is, do it. He is eleven and one with a two twelve ERA in fifteen starts. He's got ninety seven strikeouts. He did the same thing last year. Don't do it. Don't pull the trigger on the Cy Young. You I'm can not do saying that. Yeah, that's okay. not the prop. All right, the prop is just the strikeouts tomorrow. Okay, against this garbage team. Garbaggio. Uh-huh. And so I it's not posted yet. I don't know what it will be. Once again, yes, this is not posted, it's, but it's similar to what I said last week, right? I just I don't know what it'll be, but I think he's gonna strike these guys out. He's been striking out between five and seven uh and eight, you know, each time out. So if they put it at seven or eight, maybe that makes me nervous. Ah you can also do an alt line, which would be good, but but it, whatever it's gonna be, my, my prop is the strikeouts. Where would you put it at? Five and a half? 
Yeah, if they put it at five and a half, and uh, which they might, uh, I would definitely be on the over. They might put it at six and a half, which I'd still be on the over. That is not, I won't have as quite as much confidence, you know, but that's one strikeout. It's, it's still it, away. man. You can still make no, that I'd still take it. Yeah. I'd still take it. That's my, that's my pick. Is, is I'll take the over on the strikeouts. Look, there's not much more to say. He's He's incredible. He's on a run. He's at home, and it's a bad offense. What do you want? What else you want from me? What else you want? I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to roll with. We talk. We're talking hardball right now, especially if you know baseball. But there's other hard balls in effect right now. And this is when Woodman needs to be able to hit sound drops. You know what I mean? But (laughs) we're going to go ahead and that little tiny white ball that we talked about last week, pretty much ad nauseum. I'm going to go ahead and hit that bad boy again. I'm going to drive that one right off the tee. We're hitting the Travelers Championship golf-wise. Actually, hold on. Before I do that, I want to shout out to Dubes. He says, hey, Nash, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you so much for chatting here. He says, what is going on here, and who are these gents? That is the Woodman David Woody. I'm your boy, Brian Hollywood Hagen, and we like to talk little sports and put our money literally where our mouth are so good to have you here thank you so much for dropping by i hope you enjoy yourself and you know what if you're digging it as fife would say let anybody know about the program that would be very nice thank you fife for popping in as always we're gonna hit the travelers championship and i'm gonna actually have to change this john over to FanDuel because i got something funky here and man this thing talk about sticking out like a sore thumb Woodman, who just won the u.s open uh what the hell's the guy's name uh keep trying windham anything else it's not like madonna like anything else do we got anybody windham clark would be his name exactly thank you so very much that's all i needed who the fuck's windham clark is what everyone's saying yeah we we don't know either right i mean he he actually did win a a few weeks ago at at a pga but it's windham clark it is so rare to see someone win a a major in the in the PGA that is unheard of. So I did a little bit of diving in here. Did a little bit of diving in. First of all, I, I, well, no, let me let me go ahead and just tell you guys a little bit about those guys and gals. And thank you again for everybody that's rocking and rolling live. It's so awesome to rock with you. And Steely, I see you. Steely Pat's here, baby. Uh, Wyndham Clark, a little known golfer from where the hell, had a great great outing last week and more power to him a a tremendous story um you know who ended up like i mean finding he the way he won at the los angeles country club the way he won was so pristine and so magical uh because it's such a difficult golf course and he beat the best of the best he ended up beating rory in the long run but it was a great story, like I said, about you know his mom who had cancer when he was in, in college and said, you're going to do t- tremendous things. And they hit on that. He won it on Father's Day. It was a very sweet thing. I actually ended up rooting for the guy, even though I had some money on Rory on the back end, but I was kind of rooting for this cat anyway. But all with all due respect, it's officially Fade Wyndham time, okay? Fade Wyndham. Could you imagine this line at any other tournament heading into the U.S. Open? And that line is that... Uh, Wyndham Clark to miss the cut to miss the cut not make is let's find them plus 180 that would have been minus money any day of the week any tournament before this okay now 
this dude just had the tournament of his life. Okay. The tournament of his life. And now he's got to go, you know, the reason why he's playing this and most of the other big boys are playing it. And actually, let me take that back. All of the big guns in golf are playing this. It's because typically they'll rest up like after a major, but the PGA has boosted a lot of events this year, money-wise, because of that live shit that was going on. And last year, the purse was, for the entire field, was $8.3 million, in which the winner got one point five. Now, gr- granted, that would be enough uh, for us to jump on board. Yeah, we'll play. Let's 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 take a shot at that. Not really for everybody else who play, golfs for a living, especially when they're really good. This year, the purse is twenty million dollars. The winner gets three point six mil. All of the big hitters are playing this, John. I did not know that. Roland uh, Wyndham's from Skid's hometown, Denver. How about that? Huh. Badass. Um, so let me just give you guys a little bit of a, a down low here. The I, I looked. I, I thought, you know what? Who were some? Who were some long shot major winners over the past few years? And literally. There's, it never happens. In 2018, Francesco Molinari won the U.S. Open, and his next tournament, he finished tied 39th plus one. He shot overall. That was two weeks after the Open, though, so he rested. the The money wasn't like it is now, and that's just that time. You got to go back to 2016 to find like two actual no names that won majors. I mean, besides that, these are these are the last three no names, pretty much that have won them since 2016. So you have Danny Willett, 2016 Masters. Next tournament he played, missed the cut. Jimmy Walker, 2016 PGA Championship. Next tournament he played, say it with me, Woodman. Missed the cut. All right, so then I was like, you know what? Let me give a little bit more credence here. Let me just look at long shot recent winners. Doesn't have to be majors, just yeah. PGA tournaments in general. I don't. We all remember two weeks ago, Nick Taylor a Canadian for the first time in 63 years won the RBC Canadian Open. First Canadian to win in 63 years, I should say. He also played the U.S. Open last week. What did he do? Say it with me, ladies and gentlemen. He missed, missed the, cut. the cut. Yeah. All right. Emiliano Grillo, uh, Charles Schwab challenge. He won like a month ago. Yes, he made the cut, tied for 48th at the Memorial. We're talking back end or miss. Back yeah. end or miss. And you're looking at plus 180. Before I go ahead and just put a nail on this coffin, let me just give one more example. Remember when I told you Wyndham Clark's having a pretty good year because he won a tournament a little bit ago? That tournament was the Wells Fargo Championship. It was about, I think, seven weeks ago or so. Next week, what did he do? What did he do? David, took a little sip of your little three floyds. I'm take a wild guess and say he missed the cut. He missed the cut. I'm telling you. This dude plus 180, this no name before four days ago, plus 180 to miss the cut. I'm not rooting against. I am yeah. monetarily. Giddy up. Uh, so not 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 to bury the guy, not to to right. to, to throw more shade at, at the poor bastard here who we're, <laughs> we're crushing. But you know this guy sucks. I wasn't able to watch much of the the u.s open unfortunately but i was able to watch some on sunday with my dad oh was cool. good for you thank you christian i mean and he's he's got a lot of nerve what i will say about Wyndham is that 
he kind of seemed like he wanted to give it away. Did you see that T on 18th? He bogeyed. Well, that not only that, but didn't he bogey both 15 and 16 or, or both 16 and 17? Like he You're a big fat phony. He's a, it's a little phony, dude. It's a little phony. <laughs> Listen, he played great up until then, whatever, but like he kind of almost gave it away at the end. He really did, dude. Anthony Kiedis like, would be right on point when he would say give it away now because yeah. the way he shanked that 18th drive and he accidentally basically hit another fairway. Correct. Like, dude, you go to anywhere else I play, I'm SOL. I mean, I just don't believe in this guy at all. Um, it was a little, It was a little fluky that he won, and I'm happy for him and all that. Stuff. I'm not saying anything bad about the person, but mm. yeah, dude. Come on, I'm betting against this guy. <laughs> no offense. Dude, almost no two fans. to one for this cat not to make yeah. the cut. Um, love it. I love your pick so much. Yeah, please. I'm in on that. Great. I'll take that. I'm I'm ready to rock and roll with some juicy picks. It is time okay. for uh, you like it a juice. You like it a juice, eh? Okay. That's, I yes, I got do. a good one here. I got a good one here. This is fun. This is a little different. Um, it's not as juicy as some I've done in the past. You want to look at I, that again? No, I don't because I think it's gonna hit. I think it's going to hit. It's all, it's all we want. So what you can do is um, sometimes with baseball uh, as we're, you know, a day ahead here, there's a lot of stuff that you can't, that won't, that will be available like tomorrow morning, right. but it's not available right now because there's a lot of games going on. Even later tonight, but yeah, for sure. Even Well, it would be real late night though, right? It was a lot of well, stuff will some of these cats are rocking and rolling Kansas, you know, Colorado, Cal who knows. So Fair. Like, yeah. Fair. At any rate, what I like is a pick that is is available now. If you so if you're watching and you would like to tell me it exists now. Let's go. What you can do is you can click on the game and it's I will say it is Padres Giants. And you can click on there's a little tab I'm on DK. I, I think a similar thing exists on FanDuel. I'm pretty sure. You can click on game parlays, and it's just a two-leg parlay. It's really, it's just, it's very simplistic, right? I'm not trying to overthink myself here. I, 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 I look at who's pitching. I look at the way these offenses have been going. Let's frank, let's be frank. Neither offense is gangbusters right now. These are not these these teams are not putting up double-digit points. Frank okay? says that all the time. Give me the Padres to win the game and the under eight and a half here at plus oh. 245. Okay. That's not that bad, dude. I know you're going to say like, oh, it's not that juicy. It's juicy enough that when it hits, you'll be glad you tailed me. Dude, we need to start making money and not being too goddamn cute. Okay. Yeah, exactly. If you like it, let's roll that, with that's this. My theme for this week is like, I'm keeping things simple. I'm not getting cute. I'm not overthinking. I like the Padres. To win the game with Snell on the mound, and I like freaking the under because the Giants are not scoring a ton of runs at all, and the Padres mostly aren't either, frankly. Is Blake um, Snell the biggest like turncoat ever from leaving the Rays and going to to the Padres? Like he's a boomer bust guy kind of deal, but he's way more bust. But when he booms, it's <laughs> that sounds right. when he booms, it's nasty. I hear you, and I think here's what I think too is this. Tease I me, think, Daddy. <laughs> I think this Giants team is a team that he might really boom against, right? I, I feel like this is the kind of team <laughs> that 
Well, he throws so many sliders. Like they're not good at hitting the slider. They yeah, their 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 lineup isn't like the quintessential gonna realize what's coming at them. No, and they lineup. don't have very many right-handed power hitters either. So I'm not too worried about Good point. Uh, Snell giving up a lot of runs here. Uh, I like the uh, I like this combination here. We'll just do for plus two forty-five. We'll just do the Padres money line and the under eight and a half. Love it. That's it. Love it so much. I'm gonna get a little juicier if we don't mind. You know I what want, I mean? I want you to right because uh, i think it's about time that um i realize when money's to be made and and like just get in on it when it's right in front of your face uh sometimes maybe just put a couple bones on it if you got it you know what i mean smoke them if you got them kind of deal but uh i really really shit the bed when we had our boy and our um you know our basically our third host that uh, rocked for us for a little bit and uh, shout out to our boy and the nation's boy, McD, uh, who we hope to be back on the show very soon. But um, he did something on his last show that I was like, holy crap. Yeah, absolutely. And I meant to go ahead and place a winning bet. He took this person for top five and something. And I meant to do take it for the win. I think I mentioned it at 22 to one plus 2200. And I didn't. And I was kicking myself. And you know what? Why don't we have some more fun with it? And I think it's going to happen. He called out a college superstar or amateur kind of, well, then she officially became pro. Her name is Rose Zhang. Yes. On the LPGA. She goes ahead, enters her first tournament. He picked the top, I believe it was top five, he put it, or maybe top 10. But yeah, uh, it was like an eight to one. So it's probably top five. And McDee went ahead and brought a eight to one banger. On the dungeon. She won the whole goddamn thing. And she won the damn thing. And I'm going to say she's going to win this next one. She didn't play the last one. She's in the field for this one. She took a little week off. Give me Rose Zhang plus 1,818 to one odds for her to go ahead and win the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Now, I'm pretty sure, actually, I'm like 99% sure that this is considered a major for the women's golfing side of things. As it does actually say PGA Championship, uh, but I just remember the KPMG, the, the, the main sponsor. But I just remember people saying that that is a major. So I'm, the, I think that that even gives even more the reason why she can go ahead and you know beat the crap out of everybody once again. Like this is a rising superstar. If you've yet to hear her name, you will. Like this will be, I think, the Tiger Woods of the ladies' golf. No way. Yeah, she's incredible, man. She's going to she be really that is. good, you think? She yeah. already dude, I mean, for for what she's done already and like to to enter your first professional tournament and win it, especially in a playoff too. Like that shows me something when she had that lead going into the final day, squandered it a little bit, fought back, went to a playoff and then won. And that is a big deal and that shows a lot. And, and then she took the last couple of weeks off or whatever and she's back for this cuz it's a major. She won four hundred and fifty grand, which is crap considered what the guys make. Like they should win a lot more, but she's obviously rested. You know, they—it's not like there wasn't an LPGA tournament last week. There certainly was. Nelly Corda was in. Like all these big big boomers were in it. She's rested. She's ready to rock and roll. She's only fifth on the options of like you know it goes Thitical Gorda, uh, and then and then on five you got Zhang. So she's obviously a top five pick. She's got potential here. 
18 to 1, it might happen. I'm I'm not letting this one slip away like it did a few weeks ago. I love it. You you look at you. Look at you, dude. One baseball pick, two golf. Two guys. Hey, hardball. You We're playing it. hardball, baby. Um, I just wanted to um also remind people if they're not big baseball fans, but they want to enjoy the show. We do have Wimbledon, which is coming up soon, and we get we get pretty into it, and we've we've done well in Wimbledon too. So. Done well in Wimbledon. Um, look forward to that. Yeah, Roland, you put it put it great. He said that kind of mental toughness out of someone that of that of that age is pretty special. It really yeah. is, man. Yes, Good I mean point, it's Roland. it's really really impressive, and it's something to root for. Like at the very least, eighteen to one. You know, put five, ten bucks on it and have a great time. You know, what what if she's in it? That's the thing about golf. It's my favorite sport to bet on, and I know it's like you. I guess football technically is, but football is my favorite sport to bet on to make money, like to actually think I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Golf is my favorite sport to bet on just as a derelict. For you know fun. what I mean? For fun. As a degenerate for it's fun. Maximum fun. Maximum fun. If you put five or 10 bucks on someone pre-tournament and they're even in the top 10 on Saturday, like it's just so much fun. But this one, for a juicy pick at 18 to 1. I don't know why Vegas isn't catching up to it on FanDuel. I think she's 15 to 1. So DraftKings is where you want to rock if you're looking to tail that John. By the way, I'll just say, like, um, we don't spend much time going back over the past on this program, as we shouldn't. Why would why would we spend a lot of time? Unless but, we go just, perfect, we'll talk about it for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But 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 just to say, like, I it is it was really fun for a while. With the U.S. Open because we had so like fun. like Finau looked good for a bit. Tony Cam looked great. Cam, Cam did really his thing, man. He wound up finishing by the six or something. Like always and does. Like and he's one of these guys who's like so ultra aggressive that I feel like some of the other players were worried about him on that Sunday. You know what I mean? Like he's like going. The worst, for it. The worst thing that happened was that there was such a huge margin of. Uh, space between the first and second and the yes. third. If he had been close Saturday, like, like if Xander and, and, and Ricky didn't just go crazy yeah. on the first two days, then yep. it really would have been something. But yeah, even Cam Smith, he made you th- even on Sunday, you were like, this dude has a little bit. If these guys shit the bed at the end, this dude's got a shot. Cam does it all the time. I um, like him. I, yeah. I've, I've come to really enjoy. It. I love he he's got to be. Is he the most aggressive player on the tour? I think he's the most – I don't want to say it like that. This isn't a detriment to his skill because I think this is actually a compliment. I think he's the least thinker on the tour. Like, he yeah. doesn't overanalyze. <laughs> yeah, he's like – You know what I mean? He, he, just, ball, play, he, he just plays. Yeah. Exactly. He just yeah. sees the ball and he hits it. There, You know, he doesn't go ahead and say, you know, get that little flip book out. Oh, yeah. How many paces, caddy? He doesn't talk to his caddy very much. Yeah, he's you like, noticed. oh, there's the green. Right. I wish if I could yep. And sometimes he goes, where's the green? Oh, over that bunker. Oh, okay. How many yards? Ah, about 50. Great. Give me my club. Sandwich, please. <laughs> you know, he's, he's very entertaining to watch. I'm kind of bummed that he's he's a live guy, but who the hell knows if that means anything now, depending I, on the I merger. I guess it doesn't, but, right? It doesn't really mean anything anymore. I guess not. But, uh, but we mean something because we're going to start making some money. And I like making that money, baby. Hey, how about the 25 to 1 challenge? You think, you think we got legs on this, John? I love it. It's so fun. Because, I mean, it, here's the thing with baseball. You need to find find something to make it interesting because it is difficult. Like, yes, every every now and again, and uh, someone said in chat earlier, yeah, they, uh, it was uh, Sierra, Converse lady. She said, 
freaking ace sweat my brewers. Like, yeah, it happens. That shit happens all the time in sports and especially in baseball. Really difficult. You know, three, four game series. It's and not when guaranteed. when that happens and you have money on the better team, it sucks. It's the worst. But the you, worst. But you can pinpoint, especially with the way, the way Dave has set me uh, free here as far as baseball is concerned, when you can look into those, those matchups on the mound. Like, that's where it ends. That's where it starts. It's where everything is. And if you can go ahead and pick and choose when when you think that you got the edge, and we can have some fun. I think it's the best sport because I think that it has the it has the the wonderful wonderful team aspect to it, where your teammate can pick you up, your teammate can make a great play on defense or on offense and pick you up. Uh, it is a team sport, absolutely. But at the same time, at any one given moment in a baseball game. It is a one-on-one sport hmm. because it's the batter against the pitcher and nothing can fucking happen without that one-on-one matchup going the right way for your, for your squad. So, so it's this beautiful um, uh, amalgamation uh, baseball is of, of a team sport and a, and a one-on-one sport. It's, it's a beautiful game. I love it so much. And um if you can get the one-on-one part right as a better, you're going to be in good shape. You're going to be Big in really, time. really good shape. And, and and the person who controls that most is the pitcher. He's the person who has the ball. So, you know, it's a weird, it's a weird game, right? The, the defense has the ball. That's crazy. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yep. But it's like, well, okay. Uh, given that craziness, give me the guy who's got the ball. Who's really fucking good at pitching <laughs> we're gonna make money doing it if, if you could say one word about baseball that is your favorite what would it be Dave? dongs baby oh okay <laughs> very interesting um yeah i mean chicks dig the long ball but you know uh <laughs> no i'll tell you what maybe funniest comment i've seen just another dummy in the chat says hey rowan you already got the episode name figured out because rowan been killing it no, we, we don't need you this week, Rowan. I think we, we, we got something. I mean, it's a 25 to 1 challenge. I might as well entitle it that because this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. I really think that we could make something happen here. Um, all I want to do is just get rid of, like, honestly, if I'm going to present something that, this much, then I better have my shit together for week one, right? Like, let's at least get to week two. And I'm very wholeheartedly uh, on board with that pick. And I think that we are going to rock that. David, what do you think? Do you know what film you just referenced when you said this could be the start of a beautiful friendship? Uh, yeah, it's is it? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it the one with the plane taking off? Right, it is. And uh, what is that called, though? What is it called? It's my favorite movie, Casablanca. Yes. Yeah, there it is. You know what I'm saying? Look at that. That's a win-win chick then, right there. I deserve a. Uh... Oh, thank you. Hey, you know I I. Pulled that one out of the rear end, but uh, I don't think I... I th- did I have to watch that in high school? I think I had to watch that. No, Cool Hand Luke I had to watch in high school, and I really enjoyed it, actually. It's uh, great. Yeah. Casablanca is my favorite film. It's the best movie ever. Favorite movie of... If someone said, David Woody, your favorite movie of all time. Without another breath, you would say Casablanca. Easily. It's not even close. Holy Moses McGee. Uh, uh, here's, a, here's a little fun tidbit for you about Casablanca. Mm. It is... Uh, uh, it is uh surreptitiously a guy movie. 
Casablanca okay. is a dude movie. It's about two dudes being friends. It's totally from the perspective of Bogart. Absolutely. Um, it's it's beloved by women because it has this great love story in it, but it's actually a dude movie. Casablanca. It's great. Does, it, does that have the here's looking at you or whatever? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, it does. Okay. Wow. Sure. That is that is full of it. Yeah, it's great. Converse Lady says, high scoring baseball games are fun sometimes, but I love a good pitching duel. Baseball is the best. I'll tell you what, Sierra, holy crap. A pitching duel to me is it, it gets see how, how the woodman actually like picked up that drink and just like that's what I would do. I would just sit there and man, do I love a, a good two one, one, one nothing baseball game. Like I swear to God, a pitching duel in baseball to me is some of the most like as good as it gets. In some sports. of the most fine work in sports you can get. I remember I saw when Cliff Lee, after he was a Philly, he went to Texas and he came back. And I was with the O'Briens for this. And Cliff Lee came back to Philly. It was a 2-1 game. I think we lost to Texas. And I, I like to even, I mean, this was a while ago, but even in, in my younger younger days, if I wasn't with like a ton of group of friends and we already put a load on in a Jetro, I would I would gag by the program. And i take score. I like taking score during the game. You know, I, I don't quite have the, uh, you know, 85 year old guy with the with the antenna and my old Walkman on listening to Harry Callis do it instead. But uh, but yeah, I would take score and that game just because I saw it live. Like I very rarely have seen a pitching duel live. I've been to a million baseball games, but it's really, really very rare that you see like a two one one nothing three one game like pitching duels are a thing of beauty. And the Woodman, you love yourself some baseball. You can attest to that. Sure, dude. There's nothing. There may be nothing better than a pitching duel in the playoffs in baseball. Oh it's man, really, really great. It's something else. I remember my wife. She uh, got tickets randomly. Well, not randomly, but from her friend. It was like uh, out of nowhere. Like you have like two minutes to decide. Do you want to go to this game with me? And she called me, and she's like, "And we, you know, we we were newly uh, engaged, so we didn't have kids or anything at the time." And I was like, "Yes." Go to the game. She's like, yeah, but I have to go to work. I said, go to the game. It was a Phillies-Reds playoff game. Do you remember what that meant? Roy Halladay, no hitter. She came back that night. She was like, oh, my God, could you imagine if I missed a no hitter in the playoffs? I said, I'm glad you went. But, yes, uh, Roy Halladay, no hitter. May he rest in peace. Um, you know ah, what will that not? That was so sad. So Jeez. sad. So sad. What will not rest in peace is our picks this week. I'm feeling a big week from the dungeon, Woody. I'm feeling great. We both kind of took a different approach. I feel like I uh, went. I've never of, taken this approach. I'm no, really you, excited. You did something totally out of the box, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And I kind of decided I didn't care about juice and I just want my picks to hit. Right. So we'll see. I, I feel good about both. But still, a little bit of juice is good. You like a little bit of juice. Sure, every now and again. But yes, we feel good about all our picks this week. And uh, we feel good about everybody that's been here rocking and rolling with us. Oh, Diddy Must 12 says, I just got home. Rock that VOD on Twitch, Diddy Must. Always a pleasure to sneak you in right before we missed you. You missed us. We missed you. Uh, but yes, please, uh, as always, on the podcast stream, go ahead and Tell everybody, wherever you rock your pods, search for The Degenerate Dungeon and let everybody know about the show. We'd appreciate tell it. Mother, tell your father, send a telegram. As always, as Fife would say, but right here, we're live on Twitch and we will be once again this time next week, 10 p.m. Eastern time, twitch.tv slash GCN employee lounge. Thank you guys so much for rocking and rolling with us right here live. Everybody that are hearing us right now, whether it's after the picks are made or not, 
you spend in any of your time to let us rock and roll with you is uh, is big time meaningful for us here. And we look to grow this uh, as we head into the football season. we got a couple months of some fun podcasts. I'm going to go ahead and do my best to really make these next couple months because I know baseball for some people is like, you know, the no-fly zone. And for betting, we're going to do the 25 to 1 challenge. But over the next couple months, we're going to find some funky things. And we're really going to make it entertaining for you guys, whether you're live here on Twitch or for those listening via podcast. We got, uh, dude, we got so much fun stuff still besides baseball. We still got the British Open. We still got Wimbledon. There's yeah, all right. kinds of stuff coming up. It's yeah, going to be we fun. Got, you know, maybe some guests here or there. Maybe some funky stuff. I maybe some had... uh, Maybe some AMA. Well, and let's be honest. We should probably do before it's too late. Uh oh, an NFL futures special. NFL futures special. Are you serious? Maybe we do should do it live. Let's do it right now. <laughs> what do you think? Seahawks over under eight and a half. I want winners. We'll give it to you. Big time. <laughs> yes, no, I have to, that's the thing, though. The ultimate goal is to just build a little bit of a, a little bit of a short stack. When we get close to the pigskin season, it's going to be the best. Nash, thank you so much for rocking and rolling. Everybody listening via podcast, you're the best as well. Uh, give a shout out. Let us, you know, rate, review, whatever you can do. It's, it's it would be it would mean the world to us. Woodman, what do you want to say out the dope? Just want to say thanks, folks. Appreciate all the support. Big thank time. You. It's been amazing. Once again, at GCN Sports is where you find us on Twitter. Woody, is it? Uh, go ahead and shout the uh, Instagram, John, too. It's uh, Degenerate underscore Dungeon on uh, Insta, and we'll we'll be posting there more as we go along. Giddy up. That's a blast. We're having a blast. We're going to rock and roll. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show. And next week, let's tout how much dough we've made the uh, the steps to the 25 to one challenge. We're going to hit that second step next week. I got myself a nice feeling about that. Nash, love you so much uh, for everybody that's rocking via podcast. Thank you so much as well for the Woodman, David Woody. I'm your boy, Brian Hollywood Hagen saying peace out. We'll catch you next week live on Twitch, 10 p.m. Eastern Wednesday night on the dungeon. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit GlassCannonNetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at Patreon.com slash GlassCannon.